Jumbo out Hibada Sabori. Good morning to each and every one of you. Welcome to another spiritual fulfilled episode of Spiritual Vitamins with your host, the chosen one. Good morning, everyone. I am your spiritual leader as well as confidant and friend. I must stress that we are most definitely in need of friends and people who truly care right now during this pandemic. Right now, things may be looking bleak. They may look really dark. But I'm telling you right now, beloved, there is no reason to truly, truly feel that things are not going to get better because things are always darkest before it is bright. Trust me, we're not the first ones to have a pandemic. We're not the first ones to have a health crisis this bad. And it's all been done before. They survived it, so can we. So, beloved, today my heart is heavy, though. First of all, I tried to get an episode recorded on Sunday, but I was having problems with my device. For some odd reason, I could not post up my episode Sunday. I I kept trying to post it, but it kept messing up. So I had to wait off to be able to post it up. I now have gotten, well, I have now fixed the problem that was going wrong with it. So, so beloved, I wanted to talk today to you guys about something very important. Okay. On Sunday, I was watching a program and on that program, there were two people who were doing spiritual study and they were also talking to people about God. Now, please understand everyone. I am not a Christian. Okay. I practice most, if not all faiths, and I try to implement them into my life or into my life on a daily basis. Okay, I do a lot of spiritual study where I do study each and every religion and I break it down and I look at the positive parts of it and I adhere to that. But the negative parts that truly bother me, I don't pay attention to. Okay. (laughs) Well, one of the things that happened during this pandemic is the fact that During this pandemic, people like to hoard their money, okay? They like to hoard their money. They like to hoard their riches. They like to take all of their cash and use it for just themselves. And the problem with that is they don't, they don't use it for the purpose it's meant to be used for. They take it and they say, hey, I'm going to use it and do whatever I want with it. Because I feel like I can. So we have to understand that right now is not a time for that. Okay? 
the program I watched, these two people had a nice car. They had a nice thing for, they had a nice thing going. I mean, I don't knock other people's blessings. And please understand, beloved, I do not knock what God does for you. But is it fair that during this pandemic right now, you're telling people to look towards the heavens to where your help comes from? And yet, right now, the help can come from you, the help can come from you, and the help can come from you. And a whole entire time, you don't want to give that help to anybody. You want to hoard your money and use it for yourself. (sighs) These two people were talking about God, and yet they were sitting in flashy outfits And had a background where they had a nice huge car and everything like that. And God is going to bless you when he is supposed to. But let me tell you this. He's not all about you always having all the nicest things. I did not say that you cannot have nice things. But I am saying there are people who are less fortunate than you right now who can use a little bit of help. And instead of you sitting there flaunting all your cash and all your money and trying to live up on top of your golden hill, why not help out that brother and sister that don't have much? Now, see, thing is, I believe in morality. I believe in doing what is morally right. I believe in doing good deeds. I believe that we are measured not by the judgment of our souls and the judgment of how nice and kind we are to people, but we are measured by the deeds in which we do on a daily basis. Jesus was not judged because, oh, Jesus was this person who, you know, who always walked around with his head held high. He supported the Pharisees and mandated all the Jewish law and made sure it was followed to a T. No, Jesus did good deeds to people. When he saw that village of people hungry and they did not have much, what did Jesus do? He said, oh, you know, well, take those five fishes and those five loaves of bread and give it out to everybody. And the disciples listened. Even though they were doubtful, they listened. And that basket came overflowing with fish and came overflowing with bread. He gave back to the community. I'm watching today how we sit here with these daggone signs that says, we are in this together. Yeah, okay. Yeah, my behind. Because I'm going to tell you this now. I have not been seeing the togetherness that people keep saying. So, on the map, it says that the hardest hit area was Maryland. And that Maryland is starting to eclipse the same number as New York. You look and you see that the zip code of 21215, that's where I live, people. 21215 has the highest number of people confirmed to have it. It has the highest number of the outbreak. So, why is no one helping out 21215? Why? I have not been seeing it. I, you, okay. You go to the schools. You, y'all can make sure these kids have box lunches and stuff like that. But you can't make sure that these kids stay safe by closing the schools down for the rest of the year. And just giving all the kids a passing grade. Just give them a bye. And say, hey. 
All right, there you go. Y'all got your education. It's done. But instead, no, what we're doing is we're doing this mess where we're too busy trying to take the money that we have and spend it on useless stuff. Governor Larry Hogan has not been giving out the money to the people in Maryland. Why should we be waiting on Donald Trump to sit there and sign a check when we got Governor Larry Hogan there who can make sure that every person that lives and resides in the state of Maryland gets some money? Why not he cough up the cash? Why we got to wait for Donald Trump to decide to do it? And he's an obligatory butthole. There's nothing kind about what this man does. Everything he wants a return on his investment. We should not be doing things just because we want something in return. We should be doing it because there's kindness in our heart. There's gentleness in our heart. There's love in our heart. And we want to give out to everybody and make sure that everyone is taken care of. Because guess what? The same brother and sister you mistreated could come over to your house and sneeze on your doorstep. And guess what? Now you got the virus. Now you got the virus. And now you're sick. And you spread that to the rest of your family. I have one question. What's stopping somebody nowadays from manufacturing it? It's not hard. You can just easily swab somebody's nose or swab somebody's mouth and you now have a copy of the virus. You can incubate the virus using mucus and then you can go right ahead and send and spread that mucus around. Place that, that mucus inside someone's food and they get sick or place that mucus on somebody's doorstep or handle and they touch it now they touch their face and their eyes and they get somebody else sick. It's it's weaponizable. It really is. It's weaponizable. But yet, we don't think about that. We don't think about that. We don't think about how someone can easily spread germs on purpose. No one's saying live your life in fear and treat somebody nice just because you're scared. Oh, no. I don't want you to get me sick. But you should be treating someone nice and being there for people just because you know it's the right thing to do. So I asked this question on Facebook, right? I said, if you had $100 million, what's the first thing you would do with it? I even asked my kids. Every person I asked said they would spend it. They would spend it. They said they would spend it. And I sat here and said to myself, whoa. Well, God dang. Everybody going to spend it. Well, why would you, why would you spend it the first thing you get? No. You shouldn't be ready to spend it the first chance you get. You should be wanting to do more for the community. I was going out yesterday to go get some lunch and stuff like that for my kids, right? And while we were going out, I went past a neighborhood that's over east. And I looked, man, and it was one whole block of abandoned row houses. And I said, man, that's homeless people out here on these streets. We can get those row houses fixed up. I got one question. How come none of these celebrities have thought about fixing that up? Or going to these areas where these abandoned row houses are and fixing it up. 
buying those row houses and putting people into it. If celebrities would give back to the people and the fans that they say they care about, then we wouldn't have this problem. But see, here's the problem, though. They're not. They're not. We turn on our TVs and we watch these celebrities and we get all, you know, oh my goodness, I love being entertained. (laughs) But then I ask you this, you love being entertained, yet why, why is it so hard for these celebrities to give back to their fans? I watched yesterday how Ellie DeGeneres did on her show. She gave money to 100 people. Yay, Ellen. But I'm going to tell you something now. Ellen DeGeneres and Oprah Winfrey both use this same tactic that most celebrities use. They get that money back, and I'm going to tell you why. They write off on their taxes as charity. They really do. They write off on their taxes as charity. And then when they... When they write it off on their taxes as charity, they go right ahead and then they get all that back and then some. They get it all back and then some. These celebrities are not doing you a favor. These celebrities are not doing this to help you. These celebrities aren't even helping you. I'm going to tell you this now. I watched that program and it pissed me off because how are you going to call yourselves children of God and believers of God? And yet, churches are in existence today because they're taking 10% of everything that a person puts in. They say, take 10% of your total and give it back to the church. And then what happens is the pastor takes 5% and 5% actually goes to the church. So that 10% that you're giving is getting split in half. 5% goes to the church, 5% goes to you. It's sad, really, because no one gives a darn. No one is paying attention. No one is paying attention to what they to what's going on, and watching these celebrities do this. We need to be more observant and be more diligent about. Wanting to do kind things for people. I measure myself off off of the respect I give to others, the love I give to others, the kindness I give to others. Jesus wasn't wearing a flashy suit. Now, let me get started on that. Because if y'all Christians want to say that y'all believe in in Christ, okay, then let me ask you this. Why is it y'all turn on y'all TVs and y'all get so happy over your sexy Jesus? You know? He's a, a person with a well-built body with a chiseled jaw. Jesus did not look like that. He daggone sure did not look snow white. He really did not. Jesus was a humble, stubby little Hebrew man that probably had fungus in his toenails. His clothes probably were not fairly clean because they did not have soap back then. So tell me how you watching The Passion of the Christ by Mel Gibson and you seeing Jesus with a turban wrapped around his head, you know, one part going one side, another part going the other, and that daggone thing like him and clean with Clorox bleach. They didn't have bleach back then. 
That thing should not be freaking whiter than white. That thing should be so daggone dirty. There was a disease that went around back then that came from you just not washing your behind. Leprosy. And trust me, the outbreak was like close to damn near a pandemic, if you will. Because trust me, everybody had it. But yet, here we go with Jesus. Didn't look flashy or nothing. It was his words he spoke, his gentleness, his nature, the kindness about him that made people become attracted to Jesus. They came and said, oh my goodness, this is something so humbling about your nature. We can't be that humble. We can't be that nice. We can't be that loving. We can't be that kind. Yes, we can, beloved. We can. Stop worrying about your riches. Stop worrying about your finances. Stop worrying about the flashy car you're driving. Stop worrying about the million dollars you want to get. Stop worrying about all that. Look at the lower common man that doesn't have nothing. Right now, all of a sudden, people want to give back to the communities and stuff like that just because it's a pandemic going on. But if they were paying attention to really what was going on and they were deciding to do this on a daily basis, we would not have it bad in this world. I give back and decide to do for people because I know for well it's the right thing to do. And I measure myself off my deeds. I don't measure myself. I don't measure myself off of, you know, I don't measure myself off of that, off of being flashy, being super duper casual, fashion, espialidocious, sexy towards another woman. I don't measure myself off of that. I measure myself off of what I do for others. We shouldn't be just doing charity right now just because, oh, doing charity right now is okay for us to do because of the pandemic. We need to be there for one another because it's the right thing to do. Our children should be modeling themselves after us, saying, I want to be like my dad and give back to the community. The NFL gets on my nerves because they they promote this whole thing that has everyone believing its lies. The NFL has this whole thing called the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. This is about people giving back to their communities and stuff like that. These Negroes give back to their community, but they write it off as a tag on tax for tax purposes, and they get that money back that they just gave out to others. Celebrities, you really want to help out the communities? Pay the same amount of tax we pay. Pay that. Pay the same amount of tax we pay. And then you can come talk to me. Other than that, I don't want to hear what y'all are selling. The rich gets richer. The poor gets poorer. But we don't have to let it be that way. We can take care of the people beneath us. Homeless people are now being given an opportunity to stay in motels. Cheap ones. And I'm telling you, cheap ones. They ain't even put them up in the good ones. You don't see them putting them up in the Hyatt. 
or the or the Hilton or putting them up in freaking uh what what's, what's that other one? What's that other one, baby? What's that on that one we stayed at? Yeah, the Embassy Suites. You don't see them put up in those. Nah, they cool for the Motel Six. We keep the light on for you because we got roaches. You know, and put them in and put put them in there. You know, they put them up in the Motel Six. But yeah, they definitely keep the light on because you gotta keep the light on. The roaches gonna be bothering you at night and crawling on you. They put them up in that. You know, nobody pay attention to their slogan. That part about it is they finally decided to do this just because, oh, people don't, they don't want them to get everybody else sick. They don't want to be on the subways getting other people sick and sleeping on the subways. Well, I got a question. Why not take the city's money, invest in them, fixing up them goddamn row houses, and get those poor people to be able to live in those row houses for a cheap price? For a cheap price, man. But we don't. We don't. We don't invest back in our people. We take our money, we hoard it for ourselves, and we say, all right, well, you know, it's my money, it's mine. I worked hard for it. Okay, yeah, you did. But I got a question. The exact same way how a celebrity becomes famous, isn't it not you, me, and all the rest of you people who are listening, who are the reasons to why these daggone celebrities are rich? If we stop watching our TVs and start watching their shows, these celebrities make no money. They make no money. If we stop tuning in to their entertainment, they make no money. Well, suits me fine. Beloved, we need to walk like Christ. You know, it's a poem I always read where it talks about walking in Jesus' footsteps. With... They say, I want to walk like you, be like you. I want to fit into your footsteps. I may not be 100% Christian, but I do believe that Jesus was a very remarkable man. And I do believe that Jesus changed the world. He changed the world through the deeds that he did and the love he gave back to others. So I want to leave you with this, beloved. Today, when you get an opportunity, I don't want you to just stay at home. Go volunteer somewhere. Help give out food to the poor. Volunteer at a a homeless shelter. We should be proactive. If we can riot the streets, no justice, no peace. No crooked police. Well, how about this? No justice, no peace. Let's get the homeless off these streets. How about that? Why can't that rhyme together? No justice, no peace. Let's get these homeless off these streets. Let's do that. We sitting there raising our picket signs about some dumb crackhead getting in trouble. But we can't raise our picket signs about doing what's good for the younger, for the the lower common man. Who sleeps on these streets because of no fault of their own. Some people, yes, they made mistakes. They made shady deals and they lost everything. But then a lot of people also become homeless not because they choose to. 
I don't want to hear that bull crap. Or they can go into a homeless shelter. Let me tell you something. This is what's going to happen if you go into a homeless shelter. Homeless shelters don't have internet. Homeless shelters don't have internet. A lot of them don't get a lot of funding from the government. The government doesn't fund a lot of these homeless shelters because the problem is they don't want to ship out money to a bunch of people who aren't working. Every single last one of them dudes is not working or people who's not paying their taxes, which means that the government doesn't get any money off of them. So let's be real, people. We should believe more in morality and being morally right and upstanding to people. We always sing this song, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to tell you something, that little light that's within you is a piece of God himself that he gave to you. Would God watch a man on the streets beg for something to eat and just drive by? We say we want to answer to these squeegee boys out here while white people call windows down. Their families are living in poverty. The answer is you. You got a bunch of money. You making at least $600,000 a year. If you're going to be making $600,000 a year, almost a million a year, help them out. Don't do it just because you want the Walter Payton the, uh, man, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. No, do it because it's the morally right thing to do. My heart bleeds for the common man and bleeds for people who don't have it. Because even during this pandemic right now, oh, all of a sudden now we want to show kindness towards them and put them up in motels free of charge. But then I got a question for you. What's going to happen in June once everything opens back up? You going to toss them back to the streets? The same way we can cough out cash to make sure everybody's asses stay protected. Why not cough out that same cash and fix up these abandoned buildings so they got a place to live? But we're not doing that, though. I'll leave you with this, beloved. Go find somebody and bless them. I used to give my food and my money to anybody who I saw on the streets begging. Man, then I lost my job. I knew what it felt like. And even with the last bit I had, I remember one time me and my wife, we was going downtown to spend a little bit of time together. It was day night. Okay, none of your business. And we, we were going down there, and we were just trying to have a good time, going out to a restaurant to go eat. I had more than enough to pay for the restaurant, and then I was also going to, you know, do something else. I ain't telling you what that is. Like I said, none of your business. But I took that money that I had, and instead of me using it to go and spend it, I took that money, and I said, you know what? I saw a dude, he came past me. And he said, man, you got some change? I said, yeah, man. I said, you hungry? And he said, "Uh, yeah. So I took him over to 7-Eleven that was down there, right? You know, when you're going downtown and you're coming off a shot tower, you come up to Asia that's right there in the power plant live, it's a 7-Eleven right there. I told him, I said, man, come with me. And me and my baby walked over there to 7-Eleven. And I took my money and I said, man, go ahead, get, 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 get yourself whatever you want. And he got himself some chips, a toothbrush, some soap, a couple bottles of water, you know. Total came up to $30. I 
spent $30 on it, and I gave the man an additional $10. I said, this additional $10 is for you. You use to treat yourself. He said, thank you, man. Thank you. Nobody done something like this for me in a long time, man. I said, you know, I said, it's a shame. More people should. And I gave the man a hug, even in spite of how dirty and stank he was. I gave him a hug. And the man said, thank you. Thank you, brother. What's your name? I said, my name is Darius. He said, thank you. Thank you, Darius. Thank you, man. Thank you. And he walked away. Went back to the bench where he was sitting at. You know, got him something to drink. Drunk him some water. Went to a bathroom and cleaned himself up and everything like that, because that's the most bath he's had ever. Took care of himself. Took that $10, and I'm pretty sure he went and probably bought himself some clothes. Some fresh clothes to put on. If I had more, I would have done more. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, people, but I am just saying, I'm a spiritual humanitarian because I believe in doing what's right for people. Each and every one of you can do what's right for somebody else if you just stop and think about it. I don't give a darn what reason somebody is to not have it. The point is they don't have, and you do. Do something about it. Thank you all for being on my show, and God bless each and every one of you. Ashanti.